you should really fast for a couple days to absorb this message. Welcome to this podcast on Double Eagles Radio Network and the podcast series of the glory of God revealed. But how does that revelations happen? The society is set on pleasure, not grief and sorrow for which you know the Bible says much wisdom is much grief and with increased knowledge is much sorrow. Earthly sorrow works death. But godly sorrow works repentance unto salvation, which is not to be repented of for the gifts and calling of God without repentance. This podcast message hopefully opens your eyes to how the devil works in what God allows and how the shedding of Christ's blood buys you back in from torment, treachery, and betrayal. Welcome to this podcast message called Betrayed into the Hands of Sinners. The kicker is that when you listen to the scriptures and why Jesus allows the betrayals of the ones closest to you, God's no respecter of person. But it's to get you to do something. Fear ye not, therefore, for your life is of more value than many sparrows. All your hairs in your head are numbered. Whosoever shall confess me, Jesus said before men, I'll confess him before my Father which is in heaven. But whoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Think not that I have come to send peace on earth. I am not come to send peace but a sword. For I have come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's foe shall be that of his own household. Now you might have think Jesus just said that, but even 700 years before Christ came, his living word said the same thing. Trust ye not in a friend, put not confidence in a God. Keep the doors of thy mouth from her that lies in your bosom. For the son dishonoreth the father, the daughter rise up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, man's enemies are they of their own household. Now that's the Old Testament. Betrayal is the most shocking, undermining, and emotionally disturbing and mentally tormenting one of them. How could somebody that I knew try to destroy me? See, David, he said, wickedness is in the midst of them, deceit and guile depart not from her streets, for it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it. I could have handled this. Neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou, a man my equal, my guide, my acquaintance, 
We took sweet counsel together and walked in the house of God in company. And back then, he, he, he said a lot of choice words, let death seize upon them, let them go down quick into hell. For wickedness is in their dwelling and amongst them. As for me, I'll call upon God and the, and the Lord shall save me. Now, the gospel of peace of Christ and the shedding of blood is a whole nother prayer as opposed to wishing your enemies destruction. Rather, pray for your enemies that despitefully use you and betray you. The Son of Man goes that is written of him, but woe the end of that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. For it had been good for him that he had not been born. So all this kumbaya stuff is sweet. He said, truly, I'm going to say to you that one of you shall betray me. And he let him, like the wheat and the tear, sit there in his envy. Envy is the rottenness of the bone because he coveted money. Jesus said, why are you troubling the woman who brought her best? He said, the poor you have with you always. There's another scripture that said, let the dead bear their dead. You want your way out of your bondage in hell? Your surfeiting? Your mental afflictions? Your impossibles? Your blindness? You've got to repent of that man in the mirror and take up your cross and follow Jesus. And start confessing him. And the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. And this is how it happens now in you. Because Christ in you, the hope of glory is omnipresent. And if you backslide and go back to those worldly-minded hornets that are waiting on you to use your light, it could be seven times worse for you. Because that same mouth that praised God and worshiped God and saw God in that tender innocence could now be the same one that the devil took and they were a coward to stand up because they are hurt, used, or abused. Or ashamed. Are you ashamed of your Jesus? Are you ashamed of what you've become? The righteous are bold as the lion. The world and the devil's bunch sure aren't ashamed. So you got to stand for your Jesus. The hardest betrayal to watch is a backslidden Christian who had it all. He is now on social media and all these other places celebrating in the perverse with public drunkenness, taking back shots of whiskey, when out of that mouth used to come angelic decency and holiness and had a promise of love and healing. Come back to the light that your deeds may be reproved and repent of that person. Jesus will heal and save you. Because after the betrayal is fulfilled, there's nothing but guilt and remorse. Judas cried out, I betrayed the innocent blood. See, being betrayed into the hands of sinners, all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. So you're one way out of that bondage of falling down and worshiping the beast or going into the pit. Is repenting of your life. Jew, Gentile, bond, Scythia, or Greek. So there, there, there is no bearing 
backslidden Christian, whoever you are, atheists. Jesus has to be crucified in, in rage when, when the Jews said, let his blood be on us and our children. There's the curse. You can repent of that life. They're just blind. So Jesus could have the new covenant birth forth in being crucified. You're bearing witness in your life. You're being forged in separation. You're being cleansed and renewed with a promise. The atheist or the worldly, they never come clean. Pilate said, I'm innocent of the blood of that just person. You see to it. So they never testify of the trials or the hardships. They don't get involved or take the heat. Rise up now. Let us go. He that betrays me is at hand. Are you washing yourself clean? Are you standing in Christ's blood? Are you working out your salvation with fear and trembling? Because it was better that a millstone was cast about thy neck and drowned in the sea than to touch one of my little ones and grieve the Holy Spirit. Put your mouth on God's anointed. Everyone's going to betray each other because of the love of many has grown cold. Hate replaces love, darkness, light. Here's your moment to not betray the innocent blood into the hands of sinners as you come clean and wash yourself clean. Because Jesus said, you know what? If I don't wash you, you don't have no part with me. Truly, truly, I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. It's usually the closest ones to you that stop dying to self and stop standing as a covering for Christ and get lifted up from pride or envy or hurt and pain, whatever it may be. Because men's hearts are failing because of fear. Behold, the hand of him that betrays me is on the table. And truly the Son of Man goes as is determined, but woe unto that man to whom he is betrayed. It's time now, friend, to open your eyes and ears and examine yourself to see if you be in the faith. You should be betrayed by both parents and brethren, kinfolk, friends. And some of you, they shall cause to be put to death, and you should be hated. Of all men's, for not my name's sake, but in your patience possess your soul, because not a hair in your head's going to perish. That's why Jesus, in his whole gospels, fear not, neither be afraid. Because when God's light arises in you, his enemies will be scattered. Every tongue that rises up against you should be cast down. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and his power is within you.
But he that endures to the end shall be saved. And they shall deliver you up to be afflicted, and they shall kill you, and they shall be hated for all nations for my name's sake. And, they, and then shall many be offended. And shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Isn't that funny? When those cinder eyes that used to be light cut at your face because they sinned. Envy's a cover-up. Graft usually is what betrays the innocent blood. And then those secret sins wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Verily I send you, I will drink no more of the fruit of the vine until that day that I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. Come home to the light, friend. Stand for the truth. If a person repents, how many times a day should they be forgiven? Seven times 70, Jesus. So that's a lot of forgiveness if they repent and change. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Don't let your light be snuffed out through stupidity, sin, hurt, jealousy, pain. You have ought against your brother, leave your gift at the altar and go, ye be reconciled. And hopefully somebody that's told you the truth will offend you enough as a stumbling stone of offense come back to the light. This is the condemnation that's coming to the world. The light's coming in the world. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. For everyone that does evil hates the light, neither comes to the light, lest their deeds should be reproved. But he that does the truth comes to the light. That his deeds may be manifested, that they're wrought in God. It's not too late someone who I'm talking to right now. Let go of that dark hole in your heart. Let God cleanse you and renew you. Renew your strength. Give you comfort, peace of mind, and a new life. Betrayed in the hands of sinners. Praise God. This is your way out now. Strengthen your cords and stand and praise Jesus for what he's done for you. And you're going to mount up with wings as eagles and run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Yeah. Betrayed in the hands of sinners is actually your miracle moment to be translated into his marvelous light. In Jesus' holy name.